the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Great to have you join us. I'm glad you made it. And I trust that our time with you will be refreshing. It shall be challenging and it will equip you for all-round excellence. God richly bless you for being here today. Let's pray. Spirit of God, we thank you. We ask the Lord, you breathe upon your word. Bring us understanding. Let your word come with simplicity and with understanding. Help us become the persons you've ordained us to be. Equip us for a life of all-round excellence. In Jesus' matchless name. Amen and amen. I encourage you to share the link with as many people as possible. Make sure that this become a platform through which you also uh, help people to assess the gospel of Christ. God richly bless you as you do so. Let's come to Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The path of the just is like a shining sun that shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. That is you. That describes the just is those who are justified in Christ, those who have been made righteous in Christ. And that describes you. Anyone who has placed his faith in Christ Jesus can be described as a just man. You are the just man. And the Bible says, as a just man, your path is ordained to shine brighter and brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. It looks like someone who is getting better every day. And that's the, uh, the title of our series, A Better Me in 2023. I believe that the quest to be better, the quest to be a better version of ourselves is a universal quest. Every human being shares the same. But not everybody realizes it. Many people aspire to be better financially, but they realize that month after month, year after year, they are still at the same spot. Many people aspire to be better spiritually, but the same thing happens. Year after year, their spiritual level is still the same. So we want to uh, be able to discover from God's word practical keys that can help us become a better version of ourselves. I established last week that that is God's will for your life. That God wants you to be better is not in doubt. It's his perfect will that you do well and prosper in every area of your life. He wants the best for you in all things. I know the plans I have for you. They are plans of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. That's God's plan. Whether it will become a reality or not depends on active cooperation or active partnership with God. And that's what we are seeking to do. So we establish the fact that if you are going to be a better you in 2023, it begins with a better vision. Yes, a better vision is what sets the pace for you to become a better version of yourself. What must I do to have a better, become a better version of myself in 2023? 
We said that, number one, you must capture a better vision. You must capture a vision to be better. Have a vision to be better. Have a vision to be better. The Bible says where there is no vision, the people perish. We establish that vision serves as a restraint. Vision serves as a boundary. Vision serves as a control that guides you and controls your choices and informs you what you can do, what you cannot do. That is very, very critical. A man without a vision, we said last week, is a man without a future. And a man without a future will always return to his past. That is a statement that a wise man made. Some, another wise man also said, if you aim at nothing in life, you are sure to hate it. And so you need to aim at something. So we looked at vision, we defined what a vision is, and we went ahead to establish the need for us what a vision is and a few characteristics that must, uh, must be associated with a vision to be better. If you have a vision to be better in 2023, that vision must have four basic characteristics. I believe that if these characteristics are in place, then your quest to be better will become a reality. And the first thing we said last week, which I'm going to take time to expand today, is the fact that a vision to be better must number one be Christ-centered. That's the first thing. And then a vision to be better must seek to develop character. A vision to be better must develop your capacity. A vision to be better must be Christ-centered, number one. A vision to be better must seek to develop character. A vision to be better must be comprehensive. And a vision to be better must seek to develop your capacity. Those were the four things we talked about. We said that a vision to be better, number one, must be Christ-centered. Number two, it must be comprehensive. Number three, it must seek to develop character. And then number four, it has to seek to develop capacity. Today, we want to just uh, delve a bit deeper into that. It's important we appreciate that life is always built around something. Let's read the book of Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 20. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before anything else was created and is supreme over all creation. For through him God created everything in the heavenly realms and on earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, authorities, in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. He existed before anything else and he holds all creation together. Christ also is the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. I want you to take note of the last phrase. So he is first in everything. So he is first in everything. Christ must be first in your vision to be better. You have to appreciate that life is always built around something. There is always a pivot, a fulcrum upon which your life is built. Life must always be built around something. And listen, or someone, you either build your life around yourself, or you build around your job, or you build around your children, or you build around your spouse. Everybody builds his life around something. What are you supposed to build your life around as a believer? That's what scripture tells us. Our life must be built not around our jobs, not around our businesses, not around our families, not around our children, good as they are. Our life must first and foremost be built around Christ. A life centered on Christ 
It's a life submitted to his spirit. It's a life submitted to his word. It's a life directed by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. That is how you ought to live your life in 2023. In your quest to be better, you must understand that it all begins with Christ. It begins with Christ because no matter the resolutions you make, no matter the strategies you make, without him, never forget, you can do nothing. Except he builds, your labor is but in vain. Life really begins with Christ. First John 5, 12, he said, He that has the Son has life. And he who does not have the Son does not have life. And he says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. Our life and our existence is found in Christ and Christ alone. Look at Acts chapter 17 verse 28 with me. He said, for in him we live, move, and have our being. In who? In Christ we live. In Christ we move. In Christ we have our being. That's why your vision to be better in 2023 must begin with Christ. It must be centered on Christ. And that is it. He's the solid rock on which you can stand. All other grounds is but sinking sand. What must you therefore do? You must seek to set Christ before you all through the years. Set Christ before you. Set him before you. In the book of Colossians 1.17, he said he's before all things. Christ must not be after things. He must come before all things. He must come before your job. He must come before your relationships. He must come before everything and everything else. Christ must be first and foremost in your life. He seeks to occupy the best of places in your life. He cannot be reduced to a secondary position. He won't take a second position. All he seeks is first place. If he's a Lord and Savior, then he must be first and foremost in everything. He says he's before all things, and in him all things consist. I like what the psalmist said. Psalm 16 verse 8. He said, I have set the Lord always before me. May you set Christ always before you in 2023. May Christ come before all things. May the things that pertain to God and his kingdom be a priority in your life. Don't forget what Christ himself said. He said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, all other things. The things that he will come before, all of them will be added unto you. The Bible said he's before all things. When Christ is set before all things, all the other things will be added unto you. Get ready as you make a conscious decision and you build your vision around the Christ-centered life. I see him add the best things to your life. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, the psalmist said, I have set the Lord always before me because he's my right hand, I will not be moved. 2023, you shall not be moved. In the mighty name of Jesus, spiritually you will not be moved. Financially you will not be moved. In every area of your life, you will not be moved. Take a decision that 2023, you will not be a lover of self. You will not be a lover of pleasure. You will not be a lover of riches. You will be a lover of Christ. May you genuinely be a lover of Christ. Receive grace to love Christ, serve Christ, and share Christ. I like what Apostle Paul said. He said, I once thought... Philippians chapter 3, verse 7 to 11. I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. 
He said, yes, everything else is worthless when compared with infinite value of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord. This is valuable. This is priceless. And that is why your vision for 2023 must begin with him. The vision to be better must be Christ-centered. Christ must be first and Christ must be first and foremost. Number two, the vision to be better in 2023 must be comprehensive. The Bible says, I wish above all things, tell John 1-2, that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospered. God wants you to do well spiritually. God wants you to do well physically. God wants you to do well emotionally. God wants you to do well financially. God wants you to do well in every area of your life. And you must have a vision to be better in a comprehensive manner. Have a vision, have a plan, have a goal to be better physically. Because a healthy spirit without a healthy body cannot fulfill God's purpose for your life. You need to be fit physically and you need to be fit mentally. You must guard the things that come into your mind. The Bible says, was finally, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, whatsoever things are honest, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Make sure that the things that come into your mind are things that add value to you, the things that transforms you, that makes you a better person. That's what you should be aspiring for. So I seek or have a vision to be better mentally. You have to reason at a certain level. And then you must have a vision to be better spiritually. Seek to advance in your work with God. Seek to grow in the knowledge of Christ. Seek to grow in the knowledge of the word. Seek to serve like never before. Seek to be more evangelistic in your work with God this year. Let multitudes be established to your account in the name of Jesus this year. Receive the zeal and the discipline to go after souls. Seek to be better. The same way you have energy, your passion to pursue your earthly goals, finances, your job, and your relationship. Seek to be better spiritually. It's very, very important. That is what your vision for the year must be about. It must be comprehensive. It must cover your spiritual life. It should not just cover your professional life. All of us aspire to do well professionally. We want to increase, we want to increase our output, we want to increase our finances. But are you seeking to increase spiritually? Are you seeking to increase your resourcefulness to the kingdom of God, to your local church? Are you that valuable? Are you becoming a person of value to God? Or you are just saved and that's all. That is one important area where your vision to be better must cover. It must cover every area of your life. Your relationships must be better. Some of us, we don't know how to get along with people. We are friends today and there are no more friends tomorrow. We, we move, we, we, we describe people as people we have a relationship with. After two, three months, we are no longer having a relationship with them. You can't keep on living your life like that. There must be people who are consistently in your life. A friend loves at all times. A brother is born for adversity. So you must learn to know how, not just to connect with people, but retain relationships. That's a skill you need to learn. And you must seek to be better in your relationships. Some of you, the friends you have, they only check up on you. You have no time to check up on them. That's not the way to be friends. You must pick up your phone and be able to check up on people who matter to you. That is what the Bible says. He said, a man that will have friends must be himself be friendly. You must be friendly to have friends. That's key. 
So seek to be better. And then number three, you must seek to build and develop excellent character. Your vision for 2023 must build excellent character. This is critical. This is what scripture says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 31. He said, but earnestly desire the best gift, and yet I show you a more excellent way. This is just a direct link. He was just about uh, connecting to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, where he's going to talk about the excellent subject of love. And Paul says that it's great. I've spoken to you about the gift of the Spirit, but I want you to know that there's a more excellent way. There is something superior to the gift of the Spirit. He says, if I have the tongues of men, tongues of angels, and I have no love, I profited me nothing. So Paul was extolling the virtues of love, that it was far superior and better than any competencies we may have. Gifts are great. Don't get me wrong. Gifts are great. The spiritual gift of speaking in tongues, the gift of prophecy, the gift of interpretation of tongues, the gift of healing, all of these are great gifts. But Paul said there's a superior thing. There's something that never fails. The gift may fail, but the love work is the nature of God and it cannot fail. So we must seek to develop excellent character. Work on your character this year. Work, work, work. Yield yourself to the Holy Spirit and allow the fruit of the Spirit to manifest in you. It's important in the book of Ecclesiastes 7.1. The Bible says... A good name is better than precious ultimate, and the way of death than the day of one's death. A good name. That's what character is about. A good name. Character is a good name. And, and, and it's important that we seek to develop character. This is priceless. No matter your abilities, if you lack character, you can't go very far in life. And that's why you must make time to develop character. It was the character of Joseph that set him apart. It wasn't just his gift. He had the ability to interpret dreams and all. But it was his character. When the woman, uh, Potiphar's wife, threw himself at him when no one was around. If he had a man, he was a man who was loose in character. He would have jumped at it and thanked God for an opportunity to mess up his destiny. But Joseph never saw it like that. He was a man of excellent character. And I pray that this year, you'll be a person of character. But a wise man said, Horace man. He said, character is what God and the angels know of us. Reputation is what men and women think of us. What does God know of you? Does God know you as a truthful person? Does he see you as an honest person? Or you are a person with two faces? You are like this amongst men and you are like that before God. That is a hypocritical way of living. And that's not the way God expects you to live. So you must work on your character. I like what the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 7. He gives out an outline of an uncommon character. And this is something that in the immediate context, he was talking about leadership in the church. But I believe every mature believer, these are virtues every mature believer must manifest. He talks about the fact that this is a, a trustworthy. This saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to the office of an overseer, he desires a noble task. Then he begins to talk about it. He said, therefore, an overseer must be above reproach. That's what a man of character is. He's above reproach. The husband on one wife. What it means is that his relation with the opposite sex is without blame. He has a good relationship with the opposite sex. Paul spoke to Timothy and said that you must relate 
to the young ladies in all purity. And this year, young man, learn to relate with the young ladies around you. Young ladies in church, young ladies in the place where you work with all purity. It's very important. You need to be sober-minded. You must be self-controlled. That's a person of character. A person of character knows how to restrain himself. He knows when to do what. He's hospitable. He is not someone who repels people. He's very accommodative. He's patient. He's able to teach. He said he's not drunkard. He's not a drunkard. In other words, he's self-controlled. Not violent, but gentle. Not quarrelsome. Are you quarrelsome? Are you a lover of money? Will you destroy any relationship when money is on the floor? Are you able to manage your life? Are you able to keep your household intact? These are virtues of uncommon character. And I pray that you will take time and reflect on the scripture and allow the, the fruit of the spirit. You see, the capacity to manifest a godly character is already in you. It's not something you pray for. It's already in you. The spirit of God lives in you and he empowers you to do what is right. He empowers you to manifest the fruit of your, 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 your recreated spirit. It's love. That is what it's supposed to manifest. That nature of God that was imparted to you gives the fruit of love. It gives the fruit of joy. That is you. And all you need to do is to yield yourself and allow it to flow out of you. And then, number four, the fourth thing, which is very critical in this year, as far as your vision to be better is concerned, is to develop capacity. Yes, you must develop capacity. Your vision to be better must seek to develop capacity. Capacity is the ability to contain or receive. That is capacity. Capacity is very, very important. Your capacity is a measure of your resourcefulness. Your capacity is a measure of your value. That is capacity. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah 54, verse 2 to 3, he said, Allow the place of thy tent. And let them stretch forth the curtains of thy habitation. He says, Spare not lengthen thy course and strengthen thy stakes. For thou shalt break forth to the, on the right and on the left, and thy seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate places to be inhabited. You shall break forth. 2023, may you break forth. Break forth to the left, break forth to the right. Break forth spiritually, break forth financially, break forth relationally. You have to break forth. But for you to break forth, the Bible said, enlarge the place. Develop a bigger capacity. Develop capacity. Develop capacity to tolerate people. Develop capacity to forbear with people. Develop capacity not to be fed up easily with people. Develop capacity. You need to develop capacity. You have to understand that your capacity can limit the manifestation of God's power in your life. The Bible said God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think. Your capacity to think, your capacity to believe. The Bible says, if you can believe, all things are possible. And faith is capacity. Your mental ability to, to receive or to conceive is capacity. Your spiritual capacity. The Bible says, if, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. You have to develop capacity. You have to develop all-round capacity. Uh, every, you have to develop capacity in many areas of your life. Financially, you must develop your capacity. Develop your skill in order to be able to earn more. 
Money is good. Money is not evil. The Bible said the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. The silver and the gold are my Haggai says. So money is not evil. And whatever capacities you can develop in order to earn more, if it has to go, it has to do with your going to school, do it. If it has to do with learning a trade, do it. But don't just sit there and all the time with your arms open, you are expecting miracles. God doesn't work like that. If you learn to develop capacity, every day will be a miraculous day in your life. But if you want to live your life on the miraculous, you'll be disappointed because God doesn't do that. God works miracles where the natural things, the, the natural law has to be suspended. That's what, how God works miracles. He does not work miracles to make you lazy. He works miracles after you are putting your best and your best is not enough. The supernatural takes over to aid your effort. That's what God does. You need to develop capacity. You remember the widow that met Elijah. He says, my husband was a good man, but he died and he left us in, in, in debt. And now they are coming for our children. The, the man said, go and borrow vessels. The Bible says she went and borrowed a few vessels. After they were filled, he said, uh, there, there was nothing more to fill. And so that, you can read that, that account in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 3. The Bible said, the oil ceased. Why? Because there was no more vessel. The capacity limited what she could access. You remember when Jesus came into Peter's boat. When he was done, he told him to cast the nets. Peter cast the net. And so the net began to broke. If he had cast the net, like Jesus instructed him, his capacity will not have been limited. Where you stand this year, who you serve this year, is a function of your capacity. The Bible says in Proverbs 22 verse 29, do you see a man that is diligent in his business? Do you see a man competent? They will serve before kings and not me men. This year, I pray that the grace of God that is ours in this year will rest upon you, equipping you and empowering you to develop the requisite capacity required in order to become the kind of person God will have you be. This year will be a better year for you. You will enjoy God's best for your life. Even as you seek to develop a vision that is Christ-centered, a vision that is comprehensive, a vision that builds character, a vision that helps you to develop capacity for all-round exploits. God richly bless you for being part of a broadcast today. I'm glad you made it and we look forward to having you join us in our subsequent episodes. We encourage you to sow seeds into this ministry and help us take the gospel to more people. You can sow one-time seed. You can also partner with us and sow specific seeds month after month. God richly bless you as you uh, explore the various giving avenues to give your offering or your seed. The Lord bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for everyone that is online at this moment. Those who are sowing one-time seed, those who are coming into partnership, bless their efforts. Let the seed into this ministry prosper and bear forth fruit in their lives. We honor you and we give you praise for their lives in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. I'm glad you made it. Enjoy grace. You are blessed. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. 
Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you join us again and again. You are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasa Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no, no, no.